views. Welcome to another day's edition of Transformation Radio. I just want to be like you, walk like, talk like, even think like you, the only one I could look to. You're teaching me to be just like you. Well, I just got to be like, like, I just got to be like you. Yeah, Uncle Chris, Uncle Keith, Uncle Ricky Before the Lord get me, I gotta say something quickly I grew up iffy since my daddy wasn't with me, shoe I wasn't picky, I'll take any male figure You stepped in at the right time It's cause of you that I write rhymes You probably never knew that I love the way you used to come through Teach me to do the things that men do And true, you show me stuff I probably shouldn't see But you had barely made it out of teens Took me under your I want a hat, so I want it clothes just like you Lean to the side when I roll just like you And care if people didn't like you You wanna bang, I wanna bang too Skyline Pyro You would've died, I would've died too You went to prison, got sick, lost your pops, yeah I cried too You never know who's right behind you I got a little son now, and he do whatever I do But it's something deep inside you That tell you it's gotta be more than doing what other guys do They had nobody there to guide you But I followed your footsteps and this shouldn't surprise you You realize you, you realize you, you, yeah I just wanna be like you Finish the work cause we on our job 
taught us not to rhyme But give life, love a wife like you love the church Without seeing how many hearts we can break first I wanna be like you in every way So if I gotta die every day Unworthy sacrifice But the least I can do is give the most to me Cause being just like you is what I'm supposed to be They say you came for the lame, I'm the lamest I made a mess but you say you'll erase it, I'll take it They say you came for the lame, I'm the lamest I broke my life but you say you'll replace it, I'll take it Testament for today will take place in the book of Romans, chapter 9, verse 25. We'll go into chapter 10, verse 13. Here's an overview of what we'll find there just before we actually read the verses. 700 years before Jesus' birth, Hosea told of God's intention to bring Gentiles into his family after the Jews rejected his plan. He saw this all down the timeline. We'll see that Isaiah prophesied that only a small number, a remnant of God's original people, the Jews, would be saved. Paul saw this happening in every city where he preached. Even though he went to the Jews first, relatively few ever accepted the message. Sometimes we are like these people, trying to get right with God by keeping His laws. We may think church attendance, church work, giving offerings, being nice will be enough. After all, We've played by the rules, haven't we? But Paul's words kind of sting. This approach never succeeds. Paul explains that God's plan is not for those who try to earn His favor by being good. It's for those who realize they can never be good enough and so must depend on Christ. Only by putting our faith in what Jesus Christ has done will we be saved. If we do that... We will never be disappointed, we'll never be ashamed. Now the Jews had a worthy goal, as we shall see as we read here in the Scripture today. Their goal was to honor God, but they tried to achieve it in the wrong way, by rigid and painstaking obedience to the law. Now some of them became more dedicated to the law than to God. The stumbling stone that we'll read about in today's passages, of course, refer to Jesus. The Jews did not believe in Him because He didn't meet their expectations for the Messiah. Some people still stumble over Christ because salvation by faith doesn't make any sense to them. They would rather try to work their way to God, or else they expect Him simply to overlook their sins. Others stumble over Christ because His values are the opposite of the world's. He asks for humility, and many are unwilling to humble themselves before Him. He requires obedience, and many refuse to put their wills at His disposal. Have you ever been asked, how do I become a Christian? We'll read some verses that give a beautiful answer. Salvation is as close as your own mouth and heart. People think it's got to be complicated, a very complex process, but it decidedly is not. We'll read here today in our biblical text that if we believe in our hearts 
and say with our mouths that Christ is the risen Lord, we will be saved. That's what we call the gospel good news. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. July 26th, the New Testament, Romans chapter 9, verse 25, through chapter 10, verse 13. Concerning the Gentiles, God says in the prophecy of Hosea, Those who were not my people, I will now call my people, and I will love those whom I did not love before. And then at the place where they were told, You are not my people, there they will be called children of the living God. And concerning Israel, Isaiah the prophet cried out, Though the people of Israel are as numerous as the sand of the seashore, only a remnant will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence upon the earth quickly and with finality. And Isaiah said the same thing in another place. If the Lord of heaven's armies had not spared a few of our children, we would have been wiped out like Sodom, destroyed like Gomorrah. What does all this mean? Even though the Gentiles were not trying to follow God's standards, they were made right with God, and it was by faith that this took place. But the people of Israel, who tried so hard to get right with God by keeping the law, never succeeded. Why not? Because they were trying to get right with God by keeping the law instead of by trusting in Him. They stumble over the great rock in their path. God warned them of this in the Scriptures when He said, I am placing a stone in Jerusalem that makes people stumble, a rock that makes them fall. But anyone who trusts in Him will never be disgraced. Dear brothers and sisters, the longing of my heart and my prayer to God is for the people of Israel to be saved. I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it is misdirected zeal for they don't understand God's way of making people right with Himself. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in Him are made right with God. For Moses writes that the law's way of making a person right with God requires obedience to all of its commands. But faith's way of getting right with God says, Don't say in your heart, Who will go up to heaven to bring Christ down to earth? And don't say, Who will go down to the place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again? In fact, it says, The message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And that message is the very message about faith that we preach. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. As the Scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in Him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord, who gives generously to all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Hey guys, it's Ray moving up to phase two. I just want to give a shout out to you phase one guys. I know you're enjoying that anti-Atkins diet down there. Keep going strong. To uh, Joshua, 
Keep it up, brother. You're a leader, man. Stay humble. Keep doing your thing, bro. We love you guys. Bye. Careless consumerist consumption, dangerous dysfunction, disguised as expensive taste. Stumble, people disgraced by what I claim I need and what I want to waste. I take no account for nothing if it's not mine. Misappropriation of funds, protect my 90% with my guns. Whose side am I on? Well, who's winning? Blood of slaves, orphans, widows, and homeless graves. I sold their souls just to build my private mansion. Some people say that my time is coming. Kingdom come is the justice running down, down, down on me. I'm a poor child.
Old man Wrigley lived in that white house Down the street where I grew up Mama used to send me over with things We struck a friendship up Spent a few long summers Out on his old porch swing in the war, went in the Navy, lost his wife, lost his baby, broke down and asked him one time, how you keep from going crazy, he said, I see my wife and son in just a little while, I asked him what he meant, he looked at me and smiled. Said I raise my hands, bow my head, finding more and more truth. The words written in red they tell me that there's more to life than just what I can see. Later, I was off at college Talking to mom on the phone one night Getting all caught up on the gossip The ins and outs of the small town life She said, oh, by the way, son Old man Wrigley's died Later on that night Lay there thinking back Thought about a couple long lost summers I didn't know whether to cry There was ever anybody Deserved a ticket to the other side It'd be that sweet old man Looked me in the eye Said I raised my hand Just what I can see I can't quote the book The chapter or the verse You can't tell me It all ends in a slow ride in a hearse You know I'm more and more convinced The longer that I live Yeah, this can't be No, this can't be, no, this can't be all there is. Lord, I raise my hands, bow my head. I'm finding more and more truth. The words written in red, they tell me that there's more to this than just what I can see.
This is uh, Randy Simpson transferring to fourth phase today. Um, I'd just like to give a couple affirmations. First off and foremost, I'd like to affirm my brother Ryan Simpson for taking the step and coming into the refuge today. Um, I'm very proud of you, man. It's, it takes a lot of courage to do that, and it's not going to be easy, but I believe in you. I know you can do this, and we're all very proud of you. Um, I'd also like to affirm my brothers uh, Dustin Grandin and Matt Behan. You guys have done so much for me and uh, just kept me in line. And you've made me a better man just by the way you guys you just teach me all these things. Let me know when I'm doing something wrong and just give me so much advo- advice. And I appreciate you guys very much. And Jake Fink. Uh, Man, I, I already miss being at Sullivan with you guys. And, uh, you're doing a great job there, man. One of the, probably the best coordinator I've had while I've been in the refuge. And I think you got big things ahead of you, man, and just help a lot of people. you got a good heart, man. But, yeah, thank you. And now as we turn our attention to the book of Psalms, we'll be reading today from Psalm chapter 20, verses 1 through 9. We'll see that Zion, the name of the hill on which Jerusalem was built, is also used as another name for the city itself. Zion, Jerusalem are interchangeable. This is where David kept the Ark of the Covenant and Solomon built the great temple for God. God himself chose Zion to represent his presence upon the earth. We'll also see that as long as there have been armies and weapons, nations have boasted of their power. But such power does not last. Throughout history, empires and kingdoms have risen to great power only to vanish in the dust. David, however, knew that the the true might of his nation was not in weaponry, but in worship. Not in firepower, but in God's power. Since God alone can preserve a nation or an individual, be sure your confidence is in God, who gives us eternal victory. The question, of course, is... Whom do you trust? And now, a reading from the book of Psalms. Psalm chapter 20, verses 1 through 9. For the choir director, a psalm of David. In times of trouble, may the Lord answer your cry. 
May the name of the God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm. May he send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you from Jerusalem. May he remember all your gifts and look favorably on your burnt offerings. Interlude May he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy when we hear of your victory and raise a victory banner in the name of our God. May the Lord answer all your prayers. Now I know that the Lord rescues his anointed king. He will answer him from his holy heaven and rescue him by his great power. Some nations boast of their chariots and horses, but we boast in the name of the Lord our God. Those nations will fall down and collapse, but we will rise up and stand firm. Give victory to our King, O Lord. Answer our cry for help. Proverbs chapter 20, verses 2 and 3. The king's fury is like a lion's roar. To rouse his anger is to risk your life. Avoiding a fight is a mark of honor. Only fools insist on quarreling. Every 
that you've always been the king of the world. You will always be the king of the world. Thank you guys all for listening to the radio today. And if you guys have any comments, compliments, or suggestions, email radio at menslivesChange.org. That is radio at menslivesChange.org. I thank you all for listening today, and I hope you all have a blessed day. Today I'm going to pray it out, and I will let you guys get on with your day today. Just thank you for today. I thank you for the lives that you've given us and just i thank you for all the blessings that you've been blessing us all with lately father father i just pray for family restoration for everybody here in the refuge and i just pray for a good day today at work father i just thank you for the ability to go to work today father and i just thank you for everything that you do for us just giving us the health and the sobriety and the life that we have today father father i love you and i praise you with everything in jesus name i pray amen